You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Yes, I'll praise you now, O Risen Lamb. You're the solid rock on which I stand. And yes, please welcome with me now, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. The Lord bless you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for joining us one more time. We're grateful. Thank you for having me. God bless you, sir. Okay. So, please say a word of prayer as we begin. All right. Our Father, we thank you for the privilege we have to be alive today. Thank you, Lord. To see this in game to be fruitful unto you. Thank you. To make right some wrongs we may have made. And to know you better, mm-hmm. we are grateful after the heart of gratitude in your name. Thank you for the opportunity to hear you once again. Thank you. We are asking, Lord, that you reveal yourself to us through your word this Amen. morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the word come on in that. Let it come without any ambiguity. Let it come with clarity. Amen. Let it come with simplicity. Let it come and find entrance into our heart, let it mix with faith in us, and let it go good in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray, Lord, that at the end of this time, none of us would regret spending our time and effort and data on listening to you here in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Let your work come with salvation, with healing in its hands, in its wings. Let the work come with deliverance, let it come with restoration, with education, promotion, and miracles in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Amen. 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 We thank God for the privilege we have to be here again. I congratulate you to be alive today. So many are not able to listen, even when they want to. They are in the hospitals. We we hear of what happened on Sunday at um, our work yes. and um, what is going on in our nation today and we do not have a government that is responsive or that is responsible mm. and so we are trusting the Lord to help us and to rise on our behalf just like we have been admonished this morning mm. on this gospel radio that we should be praying it is important. The Bible says, if my people that are called by my name mm-hmm. shall pray. So I think that we are the people that have the solution, oh, yes. the solution to the problem of this nation. Oh, yes. And we are responsible. I think like a song we need to sing that only right at that time. Amy no low one day, you were no low one day. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria she me. The all of us have a part to play. We are responsible jointly for what Nigeria has become. Probably because we look the other way while people are doing wrong Mm -hmm. and we refuse to also pray. So it's important for us to um, pray, take it deliberately as a responsibility to pray. Now, there's nothing we can do. We cannot run away from it. We cannot hide from it. It's a reality facing us now. And we need to cry to God, just like the Israelites cried to God Mm -hmm. in Egypt. 
So the Lord will have mercy on us as we do that in Jesus' name. Now, to what we are dealing with, which is a good foundation. We remember that this year we have been dealing with uh, revisiting our foundation. And we have come a long way in this matter. Today we want to just look at um, a good foundation as found in First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 through 19. First Timothy chapter 6, 17 through 19. There is um, something about a good foundation there and how to um, get a good foundation for our own lives, what to do, and um, things to put in place if we must have a good foundation. Any other thing apart from this will be a wrong foundation, a bad foundation, a faulty foundation, a poor foundation, and a weak foundation, a foundation that cannot sustain itself. So let's read First Timothy chapter six, seventeen to nineteen. The KJV says, "Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, which gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them be good." that they be rich in good work, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternity. So I will start by saying that a good foundation is that work that you are expected to do after you are saved in order to lay hold on eternal life. You are born again. You are saved. Thank God for your life. But you are still, you are not saved by work, but you are saved to work. Mm-hmm. It is not by your work that you are saved. So nobody can really to say that because of what I did, that's why I am saved. But you are not saved to be idle either. You are not saved to do nothing. You are not saved to just, uh, uh, just exist for nothing. You are saved to do good work. And as you lay foundation, a good foundation for yourself, then you are able to lay hold on eternal life. In other words, if you do not die, as soon as you gave your life to Christ, then there are things you must do if you must lay hold on eternal life. Otherwise, you can still lose that eternal life that you got by being born again. So when you are born again, it is not automatic that you enter eternal life. You enter into eternal life if you do not do something. So there are some things you have to now begin to learn. So let us begin to see what the scripture, the wisdom the scripture is giving to us here now. As we read again, first Timothy chapter two, verse seventeen through nineteen. Command those who are rich in this present age. Now I want to start with that. 
Many of you may be listening to me and say, I thank God, this one does not concern me. It's talking to those who are rich. But I'm wondering if there is anybody who is not rich in something. Because when you are talking of being rich in this world or in this present age, riches is not only in money or financial accumulation or wealth. Riches is not only when you have cars and streets of cars and houses and material things. You may be rich in several things. Actually, you may be rich in properties, you may be rich in health, you may be rich in peace, in good children, in position, in connection, in title, in education, in ideas. You may be rich in having privileged or classified information. You may be rich in um, several things. In fact, you may be rich in different, different things. You may be rich in um, smartness in wisdom, in um, skills. You may be rich in different things. You may be rich in um, uh, oratory speeches and all those things. So if you are rich in any way, you may be rich in strength. Like something was rich in strength. He, he did not, it was not necessarily rich in uh, anything. When he gave a parable that the people should... Uh, uh, the, the Philistines should give answers to his parable that if they are able to give it, he will give them several loads of clothes. And if they are not, then they will give him the clothes. When they were able to give him through their cunningness and they were able to give him the answer to his redo, he asked to go and get the clothes that he gave them from the same Philistines, from by, you know, kidnapping and dealing with the Philistines and getting their clothes in order to give them. He necessarily did not have those clothes, the riches with him. So, um, when we are talking of being rich, it may not necessarily mean money now, but it is anything that you have, that you have with you, that can, that can serve you that can also probably lead to convert to money in one way or the other, or something you are just rich in. It may be your wisdom, it may be your strength, it may be um, the way you talk, you are just good at talking and all of that. So whatever you are rich in, the Bible is saying that we should own you, we should command you. Command those who are rich in this present age, one, not to be healthy. These are now the commandments for you to have a good foundation and in order to be able to lay hold on eternal life. So what are those commandments? The first thing is do not be haughty. Do not be haughty. Do not be proud. Do not be arrogant. Do not be haughty. To be haughty is to have or to show arrogant superiority to the people you view as unworthy and to disdain them. In other words, if you look down on people that are that you are richer than, whether you are even rich, you know some people are rich in Bible knowledge. They can quote the Bible here and there. Some people they call them the uh, working Bible. They can quote the Bible. Whatever you are rich in, some people are rich in grace. They are rich, they can teach, they can do something, they can perform miracles. 
Some people are even rich in anointing or whatever. Whatever you are rich in, that is what we are talking about here now. Whether spiritually or physically, if you are now using because of that, you are looking down on any other because of the riches you have, whether the riches you work for or the riches of grace, that is, the, the grace is free gift. It's not what you work for. It's something you are given. So the gifts of grace, like uh, ability to perform miracles, ability to teach well, ability to do one thing or the other, and it, it's effective. And then because people are now calling on you when they need such services, and you are now thinking, looking down on others. Probably you are there, and instead of calling on you, they call on another, on another person, and you are wondering what can this one do? Does this one have this grace? When it is time for this, it is me that are supposed to call and things like that. And you are looking down on others. You don't even care what the Lord wants to do with another person. Then you are haughty. So if you are haughty, you will not have a good foundation and you will not be able to lay hold on eternal life. So it is important for you to take note that if you are having, if you are having any form of riches in you, and then because of that you are haughty, then you are undoing yourself. It is not to your own advantage. You have to take care of that. The Lord wants you today not to be haughty. If you really desire to build a good foundation for the time to come, in order to be hold on eternal life, then it is good that we look at in some other versions. For example, let's see what the message, how the message version could be. Tell those rich in this world's world to quit being so full of themselves and so obsessed with money. And the living Bible says, tell those who are rich not to be proud. The good news translation says, command those who are rich in the things of this life not to be proud. And the Amplified Version says, as for the rich in this world, charge them not to be proud and arrogant and contentious of others. To be contentious is to lack respect and at the same time feel intense dislike for persons or for persons or things. It means to have open disrespect for a person or thing. It is also a willful disobedience to or disrespect for authority, whether in church, at home, at work, in school, or anywhere, or whether even state authorities. When you willfully disobey or disrespect authority because you are richer than the person in authority in one way or the other, you will not have good foundation for the time to come, and you will not be able to lay hold on eternal life. This is very important. When you are arrogant, you cannot be helped. When you are arrogant, the Lord himself cannot help you. So you need to take note of it. We'll go on a short break now. When we come back, we'll now continue to, to lay and um, to expressly deal with this matter a good foundation. Thank you. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. 
Keep listening and invite others too. God bless you. And yes, God bless you. God bless you indeed. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Pastor Agunloye is the pastor of New Creation Baptist Church in Port River State, South, South Nigeria. He's also the publisher of your Porter House Devotional, uh, a digital devotional, a daily di- digital devotional. If you want to uh, receive episodes of your Porter House Devotional, please reach out to him on 0808-718-0680 or uh, send um, an email to paul.agunloye at gmail.com you can reach out to us and we can give you these numbers after this program if you have questions or comments as we go along please do reach out to us on whatsapp tap the whatsapp widget on the bottom right hand corner of our page or send it anonymously tap that form under our player just tap that form that says are you listening right now and we'll be glad to uh, to comment your questions and comment to Pastor Yagunloye Tomorrow, by the grace of God, we gather there at 7 a.m. for Waiting on God Wednesday. If there is anybody in your heart that the Spirit is leading you to share with others, please do send it to us using that form on our page. Uh, the form that says, um, send anonymous prayer request. You come to us anonymously and we will lift it up to God in prayer tomorrow and also during the week. During the week. Thankful Thursday is at 7 a.m. on Thursday. Do you have testimonies to share? Please do, share, do join us on Thursday for Thankful Thursday at 8 a.m. We'll be here for On the Lord's Side, daily engagement with news and cultural development from a Christian point of view. Uh, did you miss last week's episode of uh, of Reflections Tuesday? After this program, you can go to uh, to that page, to the link on our page. If you scroll to the bottom part of our page, you'll find a link to past episodes of Reflections Tuesday. You can click on that link and listen to past episodes. Thank you. We look forward to using your questions as the Spirit leads you. God bless you. God bless you very really good. Over to you now, Pastor. Thank you very much, sir. Welcome back, listener. Now, let's, let's see. We just talked on one of the commandments. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. He says, Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty. So, and we say that we are not just talking of those who are rich in money. We are talking of whatever you think you are rich in that you can afford to do something by yourself because you are rich in that thing you may be rich in wisdom so you are able to think by yourself and you are able to take decisions by yourself you may be rich in strength you are able to do some things by yourself you may be rich in um, anything even in children and all that so whatever you are rich in is what we are commanding and he says the first thing is do not be haughty so do not be haughty, do not be proud. Don't look down on others. Don't think that because you are rich in that, you are, you, it is your strength that has made it to you. The Lord keeps the proud at bay. The, um, uh, those who are proud, the Lord resists them. The Lord, there is something that resists the proud in the Lord. And the person, no matter how the Lord wants to help the person, the person is resisted, the person is pushed away. So it is important for you to take notes. Do not be haughty. Do not feel proud. A proud person, a haughty person, is somebody that does not seek help. 
that thinks that he, he knows it or, or he is able to do it by himself. He doesn't need God's help. He does not need to call on God. He does not need to cry on God. He does not need to speak for God. There is a, there is a message that we are hearing all over in Pentecostals today that the Lord has given you brains so that you will not disturb him for some things that you can do. You need to know that that is pride. Whenever you think that you can do something, you have trust in the trust in the Lord in all your in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. Trust in the Lord in everything, in all your ways, in everything that you do. You need to look acknowledge Him. You need to don't lean on your own understanding. When you think that you because the Lord has given you brain. And so you don't need to pray on something or you don't need the counsel of God on something to seek the face of God on something, then you will be undoing yourself. If you think that you can choose a wife or a husband by yourself because at least you have learned a lot of marriage seminar, a lot of uh, something that they, they have taught you that the Lord does not choose for people again because it, it, the, uh, it damn blames God for choosing it for him and all that and all that. Those things are misleading and they are doctrines from here. You need to lean on God. You need to depend on Him because you cannot know a virtuous woman in your faith. It is the Lord that can help you. It is the Lord that can choose for you. You know, you cannot even know who will fit into your future plan with the present look of that person today. So it is important for you to take note that if you are proud, it means that you do not, if you do not ask God for help, it means that you are proud because of, you are rich in, in decision making. You are rich in wisdom, in your own personal wisdom. You are rich in strength, you are rich in money, you are rich in anything, whatever you are rich in, that does not allow you or compel you, that does not make you to cry to the Lord. Seek the faith of the Lord, the help of the Lord is something that is making you to be proud. And when you are haughty, you will not have a good foundation and you will not be able to lay hold on eternal life. The other thing we hear is command those who are reaching this present thing not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches. You, there, the first thing you need to note here is that riches are uncertain. Riches, no matter what it is, whether it is the uh, whether it is uh, money, riches in money, riches in uh, wisdom, riches in strength, riches in anything, they are uncertain. They are uncertain in this world. They are uncertain. They don't. They they can disappoint. You may think that you are rich in something now, and money. The Bible says money can grow wings and fly away. Some people are so rich that they say there is nothing that can make them poor again in this world. They have not seen it. Mm. It's because they don't know that riches actually is uncertain. See, the first thing to note is that your riches are uncertain, irrespective of how rich you are and in whatever you are rich in. Be it in wealth, in property, in health, in position, in connection, in titles, in education, in experience, in skills, in ideas, in privilege, classified, privilege of classified information, or in any other thing. Always remember that riches are uncertain. Riches are uncertain because they cannot hold you firm during the storm. Money, for example, is said to answer all things. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19 says, 
money answers all things, but it does not always get its answers correctly. If you look at Genesis chapter 47, the Bible says money fails. Verse 15 and 15, money often fails in its answers. For the money fails, and Joseph said, money fails. If money fails, if money can give answers to everything, money can only attempt to answer. Money does not give correct answer all the time. Money can give answers to something, but to many things, if answers are not correct, there are many things that money cannot do. People who are very rich but are balanced can pay anything to get children, but yet they are not getting it. Even with the modern modern technology that we have today, there are so many people who have tried it and worked on it and did all that they could, but yet without having the children. They have the money, they have so many things, but yet they don't get what they are able to buy. I don't know what happened to you that you have money, you want something, and you can afford it, but it, you are not just able to get it. You are not able to get what you want, even with your money. Money, answer, you try to answer all things, but it does not always get its answers correctly. Riches cannot always give you correct answers in your question, correct answers to your questions, or correct solutions to your problems. Have you not been in a situation where you have you have money, but you cannot buy what you really needed. Mm-hmm. Riches are uncertain. Wealthy and highly placed people would not have died if riches were certain. They had money to provide the best health care. They fly abroad to do so many things in health. Yes, they died because riches are uncertain. Yes, rich barren women may be able to may be able and willing to pay any amount to have babies. But money fails many times. You have, you may not be rich in money, but you are rich in beauty. You are rich in friends. You are rich in tutors. You are rich in oratory skills, in literary skills. You are rich in knowledge or other things. Never forget that riches are uncertain. What you know today may not be correct tomorrow. What you know today is some time ago, people knew that the world was flat. They said the earth was flat, and they, that was what science said. That was what they knew. But later, they knew that what they knew was wrong. What they knew before was wrong. And anybody that has planned and has done some things based on the fact that the world was flat would have now come to discover that it was wrong. So whatever he is now do, building or doing, whatever knowledge is building or, or hypothesis is developing, simply on the fact that the world is flat, becomes small and void because it has now been proven and discovered that the world is round. Now, whatever you know today, the Bible says we know in part and we see in part. So everything you have as riches are uncertain because they, can, they, they, they are always in part and they can change. They are not permanent and they cannot always give solutions and to your problems and answers to your questions. So, you may be rich in something today, but completely impoverished in it tomorrow. If you trust in it, your riches, if you trust in your riches, you are building your future on uncertainty, on seeking sand. So, be sure that riches are uncertain and the bible says we must command you that are rich in this world not to trust in uncertain riches mm-hmm. not to be healthy that is the second thing now the third thing is 
trusting in that which is, you know, the Bible is saying, the second thing is, one them not to trust in uncertainty. We have dealt with uncertainty now, but the trust, even in the uncertainty, is now the problem. When you are trusting in them, when you think that because you have something, you are secured. So many people now, they are thinking because they are rich, they are secured, even with all these bandits. That is why our leaders, our leaders probably in this nation now, they think that probably some of these things that is happening will not touch them because they live in secured houses, in, in, in very, very secured houses. What about their, their people? Will they not go out? Very soon, what goes around will come around. Whatever you do not need in the boat now, because it does not concern you, will eventually come around to deal with you, to become your own undoing. So it is important not to think that because it has not touched you, because all these things were happening in the north before, and those in the south are thinking that, well, they are relatively safer and all that. Have you seen now that it has come to the south, it has come to the west, and it is, it is close by now. It is just like we are sitting on the, on the keg of gunpowder, waiting for it to explode. Please, it is important for us to pray. It's important not to trust in your riches, not to trust in whatever you have, because all those things will, will, will fail. They will not give solution that we need. Now, the devil has polluted the church with the same self-dependence doctrine he used to get is they teach you not to bother God with what you can do or afford by yourself. They say God gives you brain. God gave you brain to do things from things by yourself. Why do you disturb God for what you can what you can use your brain to do? When Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. People who have stores of food in their houses, people have money in their accounts and in their pockets. Yes, Jesus is saying that as he's teaching us to trust God, to be asking God on a daily basis for our daily bread. That is to say, we don't trust in what we have in our stores, we don't trust in what we have in our bank accounts, because all things belong to God, and you need to trust Him and depend on Him and ask Him for our for your daily bread. You need to trust him. You need to make him. It is him that you must trust, not what you have in your store, not what you have in, in uh, anywhere. Nebuchadnezzar, that became the king of the entire world in those days, and was looking at himself that, what don't I have? Anything, any, everything is at my death and call. Any king is at my death and call. I'm the one that insults him. Any king that does not obey me is in trouble and all that. God showed him that he's just an animal. It is him. The, it is the most high that rules in the affairs of men and gives it to whomsoever it is. You may be rich politically. You may be rich in your position. You may be rich in so many things. And you are trusting in it. You are thinking that it is it. Let me tell you, it is uncertain. He went, God taught God Nebuchadnezzar a serious person by sending him to the booth, by eating grasses and all those things, by making him to eat grass and all, all those things. And yet, protecting and preserving his throne for him. Nobody overthrew him, even when he was in the bush. Nobody took over his kingdom. He returned after seven seasons to return to the kingdom, to show that the Lord is he that can keep 
Even those who are still on the on the throne, who are being overthrown, who are being killed, who are being dethroned. Yes, he was. He, he became an animal. He went to the bush for seven seasons, and yet his throne remained there for him. Nobody was able to overthrow him. And for God, for God to show him that it is him that is in control of whosoever is on the throne, and every king must respect and obey the King of Kings. Now. Hence, with money in your account and food in your store, you need not follow Jesus' instruction to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Those who trust in your riches, ask yourself honestly, do you sincerely, if you pray this prayer from your heart, expecting God to provide or whether you just pray it on your lips, do you sincerely pray this prayer that Give us this day our daily bread. Or you just pray it on your lips. Ask yourself. You are rich in your own eyes. That's why you are not praying this prayer from your heart. That's why when you pray this prayer, you are not expecting God to provide. Actually, you are just you know that you have food in your in your store. You know that you have money in your account to eat. It is only the poor, those who does not have anything that is really praying this prayer it, from their heart that God please provide. If we don't provide, we don't have. No wonder God expects God. The Bible says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, but for they shall see the kingdom of God." God expects that, just like bankers do, when they they have they, they play with a lot of money, they touch a lot of money in the strong room and on the system. Yes, they don't feel rich because it is not theirs. So, the same way the Lord expects you not to feel sufficient, self-sufficient, not to feel rich because you have the food in your store, because you have the money in your account, because you have something to feed today. And so, when you are praying, give us this day our daily bread, your heart is not there because you are not expecting Him to actually give you because you think you already have something to eat. See, you are rich in this world and you are trusting in uncertain riches. You cannot lay hold on eternal life because you are not having a good foundation. Now, you will discover that you trust in your riches because you do not see any reason to depend on God for the amount you can easily afford or for the food you already have in your store. When you are sick, what is your first action? You visit the hospital or pharmacy, of course. Is that not what you do? When you are sick, you visit the hospital, you visit the pharmacy. You do not pray. Yes, the Bible says, is there any sick among you? Mm. Let him call for the elders and they will pray for him. And not him with oil. And the prayer of which are here with him. And if he has committed anything, his sin shall be forgiven. But who, you, who do you call first? Is it not the doctor? Is it not the hospital? Is it not the pharmacy? Why? Because you can afford it. You are trusting in your uncertain riches. A woman asked a man of God some time ago to pray for his daughter that is being flown abroad. And the man of God was asking, What now is your prayer point? You have concluded with the doctor to tell you, you have, you have the flight ticket, you have everything. What prayer point do you have? Is it for um, money to buy tickets to fly abroad? Is it for healing? No. It is just probably for something that is beyond your control. You are rich in yourself. Mm -hmm. Those who 
are not trusting God for what they need. You know, a lot of time we go into debt, we go into several things because we trust in money rather than in God. We trust in what we, money can do. We trust in riches. We trust in what we can see than what God can do. We do not really, really trust God. And that is unfortunate. Let me not say this. There is this man that I read about worked on, he was carrying a, 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 a child and he was walking on a, on a road across a loop that is infested with dangerous animals and he walked from one end of that road to the other. Everybody that was watching, they thought for him that, oh, this is wonderful, this is great. He walked on the road from one end to the other, carrying a child. And he said, do you now believe me that I can do this? They said, yes. He now said, okay, who can trust me with his own child hmm. for me to carry and stay and cross this rope back? Nobody was willing to trust him with their child. Why? Because they, they believe him that he can do it, but they don't trust him that he can do it. Why? Because they think that he may make any simple mistake. That's the way that a lot of us trust we believe God. You believe that God is omnipotent. You believe that God can do all things, but you don't trust him. You don't trust him enough with your life. You don't trust him. Can you, if you are Jesus, will you live your life like that, that Jesus, that God will raise you back from death if you die. There was agreement that the Father will raise him when he died for our sins. Yet Jesus trusted completely and he died and he was raised. Can you also trust him that if you die, because you know that when you die, you are no longer in control. You are, that is all for you. But God, the Father, can raise you up again. Can you do that? You don't trust Him. You trust in what you can see. You trust in what you have. You trust in your strength. You trust in what you can afford. What you can do by yourself. You will not be able to lay, to lay, to have a good foundation for your life if you continue like that, unless you trust in God alone. I pray for each person that has listened to me today. For the faith to trust him, not just to believe that he can do it. See, Satan himself believes. The Bible says the devil believes and the evil tremble with their belief. But you now, you believe. You don't even tremble. You don't trust him. Satan, the devil, is better than a lot of believers, unbelieving believers, because they don't really, really trust in him. May the Lord increase our faith. May the Lord help our unbelief. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much, sir. God bless you, Ray Good. I'm Amen. Gonna, yes, I, I want to pray. I mean, the Lord increase our faith. May the Lord increase our faith. You know, every time you give that analogy, Pastor, about about us, you know, trusting in the power of wealth, you know, praying for money and thinking that well, without the money, things won't get done. I mean, I'm always challenged because I mean, just so true, just so true. Most times, in fact, I believe that sometimes God um, makes things work out in such a way that where you do not have access to money at the point because he wants you to depend on him. He wants you to ask for his help. And uh, many times like that, many Christians have testified that when they depend on God like that, the provision may not come in, but you find that the problem is solved in some other way, showing that, see, uh, with dependence on God, 
things will go on according to his will. Solutions will come. And I pray that the Lord will increase our faith as you have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me quickly see. They tell me that money is not the will of the gospel at the same time. Many people, if you learn from the kingdom of hell, that's mm. not the will of the gospel, that's open it again. It's exactly. not that they can't very true and i think the Holy Spirit wants us to be reminded of that today and i'm going to share with our listeners after this program an article about a man george Mueller. it was what it was an evangelist in the in england in the um i'm going to share that article in the 1800s you know he did so many work uh, built orphanages but you know he was noted for one thing he never asked people for donation he did not go out asking for donation he was just always praying he said anytime he had a need for the orphanage and for his for his ministry he would just go on his knees and pray I know what gifts will come in. Gifts will come in, and the need will be met. And people still remember him from that today. And I pray, as as Pastor Kunle has prayed today, that the Lord will increase our faith to depend on Him more, more and more. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for those who have requested for um, a recording of today's message. I can assure you, in the course of the week, it will be available, and we'll let you know. Many people have requested for that, and I, and we we'll, we'll make it available by God's grace. Thank you very much, Amen. Pastor, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in at 8 o'clock. It's already 8. We'll be back shortly for On the Lord's Side. Pastor, please say a word of prayer. Our Father, we thank you for having us today. Thank you for the word you have sent to me. We love the beauty of this truth in the name of Jesus. Amen. So that you can be business, we are asking that you help us make our faith that we may trust in you. We will not trust in our starting in the name of Jesus. Amen. God, there are strengths to communicate with the Lord. Next week, we deal with the part two of this in order to build a good foundation for our, for our, uh, a good foundation for our future and to live good on our eternal life. We feel that you will help, you will help our lives and your transformation. Not like Jesus depending on you completely, will be like Jesus depending on you completely for all the gifts of our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because of your prayer. Thank I pray that you will help Amen. Amen. 
wrongs the Lord wants us for the provision and all that they do in the future. If I tell you that, thank you, Father, because you have to have a good life. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God bless you. Amen. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.